Ladies and gentlemen, the Foodies Never Say Die crew is back yet again with another special Halloween episode to fill your October nights in this great spooky season. Today we are doing another Drunken Thumb War. This time we are taking the Leprechaun versus Chucky. Two ridiculous characters that are very short in stature, but hold a great place in both of our hearts. Uh, Before we get into that, let's go into, uh, let's say hi to Travis. The Drunkleberry, how are you doing, and what are you drinking now? How are you? I, I'm doing fine and dandy. Um, we're going back-to-back episodes. I was drinking a Whopper before from Abomination. I'm now switching over to our good friends from Drecker, um, and part of their, their zombie... It's not really a zombie series, but their brains uh, series. Um, it's a double-fruited smoothie sour of mango, lemon, and lime. Did you get yourself a glass to pour it out? I did not. I probably should. Uh, I always make that mistake. Uh, but I will grab a sip first, and then I'll probably get the glass. <laughs> but that is tasty and delicious. That is insanely tasty and delicious. That is very heavy. Lemon, like a, like a lemon-lime-like sour. Awesome. And then that... that extra mango like sort of like smooths it out a bit towards the back end uh, but it has like a margarita like flair to it um, uh, which is which in is in a bad way or a good way no, in, no in, in a very good way so it's like you get sweet and there's there's like a sour like you're drinking almost like a like a good like like a good margarita um but not salty like, no no there's there's just a hint of like i would say salt on the back end that makes you want to keep drinking more like okay. it's, it's, yeah, so it's like I need to go get that glass because I think this one's going to be done fairly soon. Um, but yeah, that's, t- that's it's very very good. And no surprise, it's Strecker. So, cheers. Very cool, very cool. Uh, over to you, Jimmy. Uh, how have you been? And uh, what are you drinking now? The claw. <laughs> I have been chosen. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking White Claw Mango now because I will drink all of the Mango White Claws for Nicholas, the beefest, the Maximus, the Textures. I will do it for him and in his memory. Who's Who's in Epcot having more glorious drinks? You know, Patreon exclusive. Coming soon. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Well, I went uh, back to basics, kind of, and I'm drinking just a plain old Guinness. If that doesn't give you a hint of who I'm defending here, I kind of wanted to get into character as we take on the Leprechaun versus Chucky. So, yes, I'm taking the Leprechaun in this debate. I think I have the uphill battle in this one. I think Chucky is more beloved. But I I do want to say, Travis, (laughs) Travis, as the judge, you have to go off of our points, not over which one you personally think is better. So I'm hopefully to lean into that to try and steal a win, much like steal the Giants. Win, today. Yes. I'm, I was the one that brought this debate to the table. Um, it was two, I think, small characters and statures, as we we pointed out before, both completely ridiculous in, in their nature. Um, you know, it, it, there's there's definitely a lot of wiggle room to to win some points, um, just because of the nature of these characters. Um, so I hope you two um, defend your characters well and do do what you must to get the upper hand or get the the killing blow, as it were. Um, 
So I'm, I'm looking for an all-out battle. Bring as many points or dispoints you want to bring to the table. Nothing is is everything and everything is, is at, at your whim. Use whatever weapons you have available. Um, and please, uh, let's get this let's get this uh, party started. Um, Jimmy Bags, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you. Uh, you're 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 up defending Chucky. What is your opening statement, good sir? So I'm defending Charles Lee Ray, Chucky, the star of the Child's Play series. Child's Play 1, 2, 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and the current sci-fi show, Chucky. Uh, Nothing's better than uh, defending a possessed doll who uh, has the soul of a serial killer thanks to a voodoo curse, if you will, or voodoo, voodoo spell, we'll call it. Um... And he was able to put his soul inside of a good guy doll because, you know, what better way to hide a serial killer who's an incredibly evil man than inside a good guy? Um, and he could only show himself and go into the child that he first reveals his true nature to as a doll. So that being Andy Barkley in Child's Play 1, then following him for a period of three movies. Then we move into Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, which was a totally, you know, 90s, early 2000s cash grab, which I I have no problem defending at all whatsoever, because it led to the Curse of Chucky, the Cult of Chucky, and the current TV show. Um, I think most people will find that Chucky is one of those characters that you love him and you always root for him. And no matter what happens, at the end of the day, you want to have fun with your good guy. All right. All right. Um, NB, uh, the man with the Guinness defending the leprechaun. All right. So uh, the leprechaun. (laughs) Uh, What can I say about these movies, really? I mean, uh, they star the great Warwick Davis. He's a hero from many of our childhoods. To me, Warwick Davis is the leprechaun. Finally given a role where he can flaunt his acting chops, really sink his teeth into. And sh- no, it's, it's, these movies are ridiculous. Of course they are. Uh, but my main defense of these movies is going to be the, my same defense that I went with the Jason movies and how they leaned into the crazy and they went with a, got into the crazy hard and they kind of upped the ante each time. So I like that they, they went with that. I mean, the first movie you have a uh, Jennifer Aniston is in that movie, which, uh, Man, not on her. She was in a show called Friends, very popular at the time. Okay. Uh, So basically, in this movie, they steal the leprechaun's gold, and he violently tries to get it back. I'm saying he just starts killing people to get his gold back. So he's actually not really the villain. He's more of an anti-hero, I'm going to say. He was wronged. They stole his stuff, and he's trying to get it back and make things right. Kind of like Charles Bronson in Death Wish, Keanu Reeves in John Wick. He's not really the bad guy. He's the good guy wanting his gold back. Whereas Chucky, he's clearly the villain. Like, he's a psychotic murderer. He uh, tries to transfer his soul into an eight-year-old boy in those first few movies. So basically, he needs to get the boy alone and inappropriately touch him. So this is the second time, Jimmy, you're defending a character who's suspect around children. I'm sorry. So, no, so it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, these leprechaun movies, they got crazy pretty damn quickly. Like, I mean, like the first one, he's just in a farmhouse. 
but quickly he's the ne- in the next few he's in Vegas running around a casino jumping across blackjack tables. Then they take the Leprechaun into space, which is uh which stars uh, Debbie Dunning Heidi from Tool Time fame, who has uh, every young guy from the nineties knows, and uh, she's in the movie running around in a bra for a little while, which. For those who's keeping score at home, that's got to be a point for Leprechaun movies. Got to throw that in there. <laughs> so then after they send the Leprechaun to space, where do they send him next? They send him to the hood. That's right. In the Leprechaun universe, the writers thought sending him to the hood was scarier than sending him to space, which honestly makes a lot of sense when you really think about it. And this one, they steal his gold as well. He needs to get it back. More violent kills at the end and, and then at the very end of the movie we get the leprechaun he sings a little rap song which was the style at the time for movies in that time frame for some reason i don't know but the leprechaun raps so you got that <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually make a direct sequel to leprechaun called Lepre- leprechaun in the hood leprechaun back to the hood so clearly the writers couldn't say all they needed to say about a leprechaun in the hood and to bring him back in the hood to further explore these themes basically a small Irish man getting his property stolen in Compton. So, like, these movies are relatable. That's what I'm going to say. They're relatable movies. Want to get revenge. That's what it is. And Back to the Hood, you have... (laughs) (laughs) And Back to the Hood, you have Sticky Fingers from the group Onyx, who gets into a street fight with a leprechaun. I mean, just saying that sentence out loud. How? I mean, how ridiculous is that? (laughs) The boys in the hood are always hard. (laughs) (laughs) These movies went into the crazy really quickly. And when you watch a movie called Leprechaun in Space or Leprechaun Back in the Hood, you kind of know what you're getting. I mean, you're either in all in for these movies or they sound ridiculous and you're not even going to turn them on. But if you are one who's going to turn it on, they clearly deliver on their premise, on their ridiculousness. And you kind of get what you're expecting from the title of those movies. So that's the Leprechaun. All right. All right. Back over to Jim. All right. So, I mean, what can you really do with a, you know, a possessed doll? Turns out quite a lot. It's won an incredible franchise. Uh, you got to think, you know, yeah, you're, you're thinking he's, he's, a, he's a doll who's inappropriately touching children. But, I mean, he only really inappropriately touches the children when he's trying to transfer his soul into the child. Otherwise, he's really just trying to kill the kid. So, I mean, at what point, he's still a monster, but he's not a Freddy Krueger in the sense where it's like he touched them inappropriately because he enjoyed himself. So, I mean, in that respect, Chucky was more so an equal opportunist in the sense where it's like, if I'm getting my soul out of this doll, I'm going to be a kid again because I'm going to grow up again and I'm going to kill people all over again. Like I did before, because that's what he wants to do. That's what he enjoys. That's who Chucky is. And that's who Chucky will always be. Now, Chucky, the first movie you know, he got revenge on the guy who betrayed him. He got revenge on the cop who shot him and basically mortally wounded him so that he had to transfer his soul into the doll. Screwed up Andy's life. Andy couldn't be with his mother anymore, got moved into foster care. Let's leads us into Child's Play 2, where now Chucky goes back after Andy after being reborn and recreated because the toy company said, let's remake this doll. Even though it was burned alive and used in a murder, we're going to bring it back. Because what's more ridiculous than that? We're going to bring it back. We're going to resell it. And you know what? It's going to end up with the same kid from the first movie. With his foster family and foster sister. Which, 
all right, you know, Chucky goes after the teacher, you know, Andy's teacher kills the teacher because, you know, why can't Misfortune follow Andy into the sequel? Let's make Andy look like the possessed killer, not the doll. The climax of this movie is definitely the most ridiculous, in my opinion, out of the entire franchise, where they go to the good guy doll factory. And Chucky hunts down Andy and Kyle, his stepsister, for whatever reason, has an ambiguous name. And they have a final showdown in the toy factory where the good guy dolls are made. And Chucky gets disfigured horribly, you know, more or less maimed, has a knife hand at one point because he decided I'm going to put my knife in my, you know, fleshy arm at this point, And I'm going to try and kill Andy yet again, but to no avail. Leads us to the third movie, which to me was the most, not not necessarily ridiculous plot of the entire trilogy, because I'm not even in Seed of Chucky yet, but we're going to get to Child's Play 3, which takes place at a military academy. Now, who in their right mind decides, I'm going to take, you know, a killer doll and throw him in a military academy, because that's where the boy from the first two movies ended up. And you know what? I'm not even going to be with the boy in this movie. I'm going to be with a young black boy because that's who I'm going to reveal myself to first in this movie. And it doesn't, apparently the rules can change. And now I can possess this black boy because why the hell not? But he switches their paintballs out uh, for live ammunition so that during a paintball simulated battle, the kids actually legitimately kill each other, which is freaking ridiculous. Like, wow. Who would think to have kids, juveniles, if you will, or military academy children kill each other other than some sick psychopath who just happens to possess a killer doll. I think that's ingenious. Who who could think of that? And then their final showdown in this one takes place at, at, a, at a damn carnival. And of all places, like a haunted ride. Like it was like a haunted house ride with a spinning fan. And the climax is the kids climbing up to the spinning fan trying to stop Chucky from resisting the little black boy. Somehow succeeding, with Chucky getting shredded to pieces, leading into The Bride of Chucky, starring the one and only Jennifer Tilly. And who does not love Jennifer Tilly? Her voice just goes right through you. We all know from Family Guy, she plays Joe's wife. But this was just about the same time. Now she's going to play Chucky's girlfriend. Because who would have thought Chucky, out of all people, would have a girlfriend? Apparently he did. And she brought him back just to f- basically screw him over and say, sorry, Chucky, I'm going to keep you here because I can. And Chucky being Chucky says, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to electrocute you in a bathtub <laughs> and basically turn you into a doll so that you're stuck with me for life. And so he does. And that movie gives us one of the most ridiculous scenes in any type of history, which is doll on doll sex. (laughs) You want to talk leaning into the ridiculous bee with the leprechaun in the hood. I give you doll on doll. (laughs) Not to mention with a finale of a child being born with, you know, razor sharp teeth, because for whatever reason, they're not going to have normal teeth as a doll, as a possessed doll. They're going to have razor sharp, you know, basically fangs coming out of the possessed Tiffany doll, who apparently with a voodoo pregnancy can have doll uh, a doll baby within hours. Who knew? Who knew? But that doll brings us the seed of Chucky. 
you want to talk ridiculousness. John Waters is in this movie, which I think in and of, in and of itself is ridiculous. And he's got his pencil mustache and he dies via an acid bath because Chucky's trying to show his son the joys of killing people. Now, Chucky's son, Glenn, or Glenda, because he is possibly trans before trans was a thing. You know, he was ambiguous. He's like, he, he recognized himself as both genders. And that was, you know, by no means, you know, an accident, in my opinion. I think he, the director was just way ahead of, or the writer was way ahead of its time. By introducing a character who's like, I identify as both a man and a, you know, and a woman. Good for you, Glenn. And Glenn didn't want to kill. Glenn just wanted to spend time with his folks. And the whole movie is Glenn being utterly mortified at the fact that his father is a deranged serial killer. And his mother, with no, you know, through no accident of her own, does basically the same thing. And then decides she's going to possess Jennifer Tilly. And while she's possessed by Jennifer Tilly, or should I say around the same time, because it all happens around the same time, they have another one of the most ridiculous scenes I ever saw, which is Chucky whacking off into a glass so that Jennifer Tilly can be inseminated by Tiffany to have Chucky's children. For future children, by the way. Which is a whole other animal. <laughs> which is another voodoo pregnancy gone awry. Okay, uh, before we get even further into this, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, you want to lean into the ridiculousness? I'm not even, I'm, I'm there. I am there. <laughs> I, I was going to let it ride. It. I mean, I, I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> Those movies are ridiculous. You're listing them as positive. For me, Jennifer Tilly, that's a negative if I ever seen one. Like, her voice is probably the worst voice in, in movie history. Nails you did have Catherine Yeah. She right, was that's, in Bride of Chucky. With John Wood. John Ritter is a but huge yeah, plus. You mentioned the... He uh, died. The he did have a great death. You mentioned the doll and doll sex scene. And uh, again, that's not a positive. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's going to be a movie. <laughs> when you're sitting there watching that movie alone, that's the scene, of course, where one of your beautiful wives is going to walk in and go, what the fuck are you watching? And you're really going to have a hard time explaining it. She's going to walk in and go, oh my God, <laughs> no, what can I tell you? I married a <laughs> disgusting degenerate. <laughs> It's not like Team America. Married or disgusting degenerate. Quite frankly, she's going to be right. Like, what are you watching? See, now, if I'm watching The Leprechaun, and my beautiful wife comes in, who's Irish, and she's going to be like, what are you watching? She'll be like, oh, shit, that's Warwick Davis. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. It's Warwick Davis. And she's going to, wow, what's this movie about? For you. You got Willow. (laughs) At least Brad Dorff was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and The Exorcist 3. Not that I'm condoning The Exorcist 3, but One Flew Over the Cuckoo's the cuckoo's nest is a two thumber upper, and we all know this. Yeah, but the Leprechaun movies—they only—they do have Warwick Davis. They don't have any doll and doll sex, which again is a plus. No, <laughs> no, but he did do that whole thing in three where he makes the uh, woman like grow gigantic, uh, gigantic boobs and a gigantic butt and makes her explode and th- the lips and the whole thing, which was a very odd choice. But like, I get it. And then you had like the leprechaun transformation scene because he bit the the one guy and the one guy was turning into a leprechaun, so it was like a wear leprechaun, mm-hmm. which which does lean into the ridiculous. I do do not get me wrong. I will admit, and that actually the one where, where that happens is probably my more favorite one. I think that's three, because nobody ever seems to remember two, and I think that's through no fault of their own because I don't think two is that memorable. <laughs> 
That's just my opinion. No, I agree. Too. Uh, one and two, like one is memorable because it has um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer two, Aniston. Nothing's really special about two, but three is when they go to Vegas and that's where, where it starts to get a little. That's where it all, yeah. Yeah. And then it four in space, which you have Heidi, which whatever. But like his whole stick through the later movies was finding a bride. Not in, like, the two hood, in the two hood uh, movies, it was all about getting the gold back. Well, four, four in space was the bride. He needs his bride. I need my bride. Because that was going to apparently lift his curse or whatever, you know, it was that he needed a bride and he chose some random, uh, I want to say Martian princess. Like, uh, like, like it was just, it was so far out there. I mean, it's not, it's not farther out there than in inseminating a cup and having a doll, putting it into hey. a doll. I mean. I'm just saying. How do you know there's not Martian brides? Never been to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. There's brides there for the leprechaun. Most of my movies actually were in theaters, though, whereas I think pretty much a good chunk of yours were straight to sci-fi or straight to video, which, you know, is great for Blockbuster. That really held the Blockbuster sales, but it did not help me want to watch more movies. Especially when you had the weird Leprechaun Origins movie, which made no sense. And the Leprechaun wasn't really a Leprechaun. It was a monster. Right. I, I don't understand about The fact that these went to direct TV, I mean, direct to DVD, I, again, and I'm going to also go with that's a plus because I don't know too many people are going to the movies to watch freaking Bride of Chucky and Zeta Chucky. Like, yeah, they were in the theaters. But that has to be a pretty sad uh, Friday night if that's where you're spending your Friday. Go watch Zeta I think it's Chucky. a great Friday night. That's a great date night. <laughs> Let's watch yeah. the ginger doll. <laughs> Let's watch the doll and doll sex scene to get us ready to, for when we get home. <laughs> Just saying. It gets the people going. <laughs> Listen, you know, it, it piqued enough interest in, in uh, what was it? Uh, in the next movie with John Waters, where like he, he was taking the all the pictures and he was like, oh, my God. Hello. Like, you know, like, OK, then, like, you know, if that's that's the way you're going to go. That's where you're going to go. Yeah. You do you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, if if that's your scene, yeah, well, I mean, if you want to watch, I'll do it. Well, this I'm also going to I'm going to bring this up because I, you know, does anybody know who Billy Boyd is on this podcast? No, I don't. Know. I'm on mute. Who is it? That would be Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's the voice of Glenn. Now we're talking Brad Dorif. We're talking Pippin. We're talking, you know, you say Jennifer Tilly is a negative, and, you know, that's your choice. But, yeah. you know, she is on Family Guy, and Family Guy is quite enjoyable. But I think if you really look at it, though, and, you know, going forward, Chucky just offers, he offers humor with his mayhem in a way not as annoying as a leprechaun. I think the leprechaun gets a little too whimsical, if you will. Like he's he's very much he he plays that rhyme a little bit to the point of of his curse, and it's just to to certain extents uh, not necessarily repetitive, but um, there's only so many ways you can rhyme and kill a person before I'm just out. I'm just you know. Chucky gets creative with his kills. He psychologically torments his victims as well as, you know, just kind of 
is there and, you know, is kind of like an oppressive entity in and of the room, but he will befriend you before he tries to kill you, whereas the leprechaun basically is just like, give me me gold! You know, the only real whiskey, whiskey is Irish whiskey. Okay, Warwick Davis, I understand your, pro you know, your point, but... You know, there's more than one beer, and there's more than one whiskey. And they're all, not to say that it's not delicious, and not that I don't prefer Irish whiskey, but as a leprechaun, he should be into all, he should not discriminate. He should not discriminate his booze. <laughs> a leprechaun is, uh, it's from Irish folklore, so he's sticking with his people. And honestly, that's what these movies are also about. They're an allegory for the Irish people. So the Irish people, they want to have a, a unified Ireland. Much, their land was stolen, much like the gold was stolen He's trying to get his gold together. He wants to reunite his gold, much like the Irish people want to reunite Ireland. Like I said, these movies are relatable, and there's subtle. I thought he just wanted to get out of the well. Like he was little Tommy that was stuck in the well. You know, because that's how you how you trap a leprechaun is in a well. And with four leaf clovers, because apparently four leaf clovers are acidic and can basically kill a leprechaun if it touches them, let alone yeah. ingest them. How do you know <laughs> that's I not think true? Which is ridiculous because the four-leaf clover is essentially, you know, synonymous with the Irish culture and synonymous with Ireland. So why would the very thing that represents Ireland kill the leprechaun? That's just, hmm, that just, it, it does not make sense. You would think it would be an enhancement. It would, you know, help him move forward, but it does not. You must not be up on your leprechaun lore. Clearly, in all the Irish texts I have read, four leaf clovers kill leprechauns. So, I mean, you got to no. Read the just saying, yeah, you know, never heard of that. You know, aside from the leprechaun movies, right? But that's where that's where these movies that's where these uh points are being brought out in these leprechaun movies. So, I I, I think it's a fallacy. <laughs> you would bring a up red herring, if you will. <laughs> if you want your dog, communism, red herring. <laughs> He really wanted nope. a doll on doll flex, man. Just leave it alone. I'm just, I'm just saying. At least Child's Play had had uh, been spoofed by The Simpsons with the Krusty doll. You know, my Frogger was cursed. The leprechauns in uh in The Simpsons as well. Yeah, but it was different because the leprechauns hold Ralph to burn things. No, he's in the he's in leprechaun. He's in The Simpsons a lot. It's not just the one episode. Leprechaun shows up but, a lot. You know, I'm just saying he told Ralph to burn things. The Krusty right. doll at least told Homer that he loved him at the end. When he was Despite the fact good. that he was trying to kill him, he but still he was, told him that he loved him. When he was switched to good, when he was switched to evil, not so much. Hey, so. I'm just saying. <laughs> Probably one of the better Treehouse of Horror movie, you know, episodes. Because it also featured a great actor from Big Trouble in Little China, Mr. James Hong. Yes. As the right. salesman. Which comes with your choice of frugit. And your choice of topping, which is also cursed. <laughs> but yes, before we get into our deep dive in the Treehouse of Horror, which will be on a future episode of Foodies. <laughs> yes, it will. Um, but that is neither here nor there. We're here to talk about Chucky versus the Leprechaun. Uh, and before you went off on a rant about doll on doll sex and dolls spooging into cups for doll intimidation or Jennifer Tilly intimidation. It's classic at uh, this point. And, and, and diving into the, to the crazy, as as it were. Um, 
you, you, you know, before, before, before uh, you know, we had to take a pause to just encapsulate the fact that you were talking about Don Dalsex and that's fine. And why not? Um, you, you were, you were uh, proceeding down the line of ridiculous movies. Um, I think you stopped at Seed of Chucky, I believe. Oh, so we get to Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, which actually introduces Chucky's daughter, who's a paraplegic. But you don't. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you find out she's uh, Chucky's daughter later on, and that's basically the events of the first movie happened because he stabs her mother while she's pregnant with her in the womb, and he wants to get revenge on her for basically being alive. And it leads into the events of the TV series where the ending of Cult of Chucky is Chucky actually manages to possess his daughter. He puts his a piece of his soul into her. And she's somebody who was victimized and brutalized in those two movies. But you come to learn that she's, you know, she's inherently good and wants basically nothing to do with him and is trying to do the right thing. And, you know, Chucky ends up possessing her. They have her and Jennifer Tilly end up, you know, having a few scenes in the TV show. And in the TV show, Chucky outright, you know, says he's very supportive of his son slash daughter. He, you know, whatever that uh, the trans community wants to do, he's, you know, he doesn't care. He's very supportive. He's supportive of everybody. He's, you know, he does not care whether you're gay, straight, what, what have you. He will kill you either way, one way or another. He does not discriminate. While at the same time, he ends up, well, I'm just saying, you know, he's an equal opportunist (laughs) because who doesn't love equality in this world? (laughs) But he ends up befriending and becoming into possession of the main character of the Chucky series who happens to be a very, uh, a middle school aged gay boy whose uh, future lover later in the show, you find out is a horror podcast. Um, like a horror podcaster, essentially. He um, he goes into serial killers. He brings up Charles Lee Ray. He mentions the Chucky murders. Um, and it, it's a good continuation from the movies. Like he was like, that was actually fortunate enough where um, Leprechaun doesn't really have that. He just, it just kept getting worse and worse as time went on, in my opinion, as far as um, the movies went with direct to DVD and like the storylines and the plot. Like I think that the last Leprechaun movie that came out didn't even have Warwick Davis. It, and it was like some random uh, movie, yeah, at least but- Chucky. It's been, it's been Brad Dourif the whole time. It's um, to me, those, when- those other Leprechaun movies, I don't think they count. They do so count because it's still the franchise. And my initial thing, I said, Warwick Davis is the Leprechaun. That's the Leprechaun. There's other movies with Leprechauns in them, sure. No, but, but it's, it's not, a part of that franchise. It's considered it's not really. a part it's of more the of a, it's like a soft. I'm just saying. Reboots, not the it's, same. I mean, it, do I have to sit here and defend? When I look it up on Wikipedia, it's there. It's do all there. The, do I have to talk about the Leprechaun from Lucky Charms cereal? No, I'm just saying. Defend the Leprechaun. Leprechaun, up, defend the Leprechaun on from your, the- Wikipedia for your franchise. <laughs> Do I need to if talk I about didn't the leprechaun? Have to talk about it, I wouldn't have to talk about it, but I have to bring it up. <laughs> Do I need to talk about the leprechaun from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team? No. Which is I'm the greatest leprechaun of all time. Leprechaun, because he is the leprechaun. Those are the movies I'm defending. I don't want to talk about those other movies because, all right, yeah, there, there's a leprechaun in them. There's a leprechaun it's, in them. Just like the Mark Hamill Child's Play is in my franchise. And it, it's not necessarily a black eye in my franchise, it was different. 
but it's but that's also has Chucky in it. This is a it's not necessarily life. Chucky it's not though because it's it's a good guy doll who is is named Chucky, right? But it's Mark Hamill voicing him, and at least my franchise had the good gracious to get the '90s Joker to voice a killer doll and say this is for Tupac. Because what's more ridiculous than avenging Tupac thirty years after the fact? Just saying. He there was a lot of inspiration from Leatherhead. You know, he I think they actually watched Texas Chainsaw 2 in that uh, movie. The only issue I have with that movie is that it's not a possessed doll, it's a uh, artificial intelligence that essentially gets a virus and goes rogue. But the elements are more or less the same. Um, with you know, nobody believing the doll is uh, homicidal and it's just a doll. But you know, as far as like movies like that go, uh, Aubrey Plaza was in it. She played the mom, and who doesn't love Aubrey Plaza? She is delightful. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as like having one. Re, like that remake being like the remake that it was not the best remake, but I still think the most watchable remake, um, the iconic scores like that, that innocence lost of both um, scores of each franchise, the original with Brad Dorff and then the remake with um, Bear McCreary doing the, uh, with Mark Hamill. It actually like it kept it within and, Brought and brought it together in 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 of a sense. That's just me though. Like whereas like the Leprechaun, like when you get to Back to the Hood, as much as we love Wu Tang as a group, those Hood movies, I can't find much saving grace. Like I'm really trying to hard to find like a good yeah. thing about those movies. Like uh, I can I watch them. I can watch them. There's no second grace in those movies. There's a couple of good kills. That's about it. There's a couple of good kills. It's hilarious. The whole the whole movie is hilarious. I I just I don't find it as funny as I would Bride of Chucky or Seed of Chucky, but for different reasons. I don't know. He 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 gets into a street fight with sticky fingers. Like I said before, that's hilarious. Ice T is in the movie. He's fucking always great. Before he was in uh, SVU, he's in the, these these movies. He plays a character called Mac Daddy. I mean, what if that's a character name? You know, you hear that name? That's, that's a character on Friday. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you know, I mean, not don't get me wrong. Who doesn't love Friday? But it's it's just like yeah. It's, and it's I understand a, it's a, we're going with you. We're appealing to the black community by going towards the hood. But like at the same time, I'm like, I I don't get it. I'm like, why would you go there? There's so many other things you can do to evolve that character, and put him. In, you could put him in Ireland. You can put him literally anywhere. And you chose the hood, and it's not like Harlem the hood. It's just like Compton. the most. Uh-huh. It, it, yeah, it's Compton, and it's like, you know, why? I, I don't get. It. Like it. It was just one of those things where it's like. You went from one end of the spectrum to the other within your own franchise to try and get more people. And in my opinion, it didn't work because the initial people who are watching your movie are not necessarily following you to the hood. They're going, you lost me after space because I'm not going to the hood because I don't want to get jumped and lose my wallet. I disagree. I think that's what makes the movies relatable. 
because you don't want to go to the hood. And But the leprechaun's forced to go there, again, because his gold is stolen. He didn't want to go there either. His gold was stolen. He had to go there. But I'm, I'm sure you guys, you guys seen the viral internet video of the, the leprechaun from Mobile, Alabama, the news story. Oh, of course. Yeah. Who hasn't? So there you go. That's It's playing off of that. <laughs> playing I off mean, of that. I don't really think it, you. I think that's really, really stretching it there. You know, B. I, th- I think you know. I don't. I won't say. I, like I said, those last Leprechaun movies. I that's don't. A little I bit later than to the hood, and you know, well, back no, to the on. hood. The, the latest Leprechaun movie, which I said doesn't count, doesn't have Warwick Davis in it. But there's a scene in that viral video on the news where the woman goes, "I don't believe in the Leprechaun. Could just be a crackhead." And then this latest Leprechaun movie is this character who goes, I don't believe in no Leprechaun. It could just be a crackhead. Directly pulling from that video. So it can't be a stretch. It's tied. It's clearly tied. Clearly tied. Throwing that reference from that viral video into the movie, to me at least, was fucking hilarious. Like, at least for that one specific scene. Like I said, I don't like those movies. Doesn't have Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis is Leprechaun. But to throw that little line in there, that's hilarious. Did you have Red Man in your movie? Did you no, have Red Man? No, but we had Red Man. We had Red Man, and he had to have dinner with Jennifer Tilly, which was leading to a very awkward um, sex scene that never really happened. But at least we had Red Man there, and he was present. And you know what he told me. Your M.O. with these movies is we need more weird sex scenes. Let's bring in Redman to throw in another <laughs> weird sex scene. The kills in, the, in of themselves were great. They, they, were, they were great, but we had Redman. And he was nothing to fuck with. Right. Well, well thank God that sex scene didn't come up come about, I guess, because he's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, of all the movies that he could have chose, he chose a Chucky movie versus a Leprechaun movie. He could have went to the hood. But Red Man chose to hang out with Chucky. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. The fact that Red Man needed a paycheck, I don't know, is a, is a plus for you. <laughs> yeah, he was in the okay. movie, sure. But we had, like I said, we had Sticky Fingers. We had Ice T. We had, uh, we have our guys. <laughs> we but got did a you whole... have a member of Wu-Tang? <laughs> No, but Red Man's also not officially a member of Wu-Tang. He's more of one of those ancillary characters. We had a member of Onyx. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> I think at, at this point, you, you're both of you guys are grasping at straws here. Um, <laughs> a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that last part was, was uh, kind of sketchy at both your parts. But, you know, uh, I'll, let, I'll let it slide. Let it slide. Now time to interject. Um, we're at that point now where I think final thoughts must be had. Give you your final final arguments, um, Jim. I'm gonna uh, start with you. Why is Chucky and his franchise the better? All right, so I'm gonna say this. Do you guys remember the Buddy dolls when we were kids? I know Trav does because Trav had one. Chucky made yeah, you think buddy. your Buddy doll was alive. At the end of the day, when you watch Chucky and you saw your Buddy doll. You were waiting at any moment in any given time for that doll to wake up and basically say, hi, how are you? And that was terrifying because at the end of the day, you don't want your doll to talk to you. You don't even want him there. You just want him in the corner so you could beat him up later on during the day because that's what he was there for. And Chucky made you second guess, not in the sense like Toy Story where you left the room and the toys were alive, but in the sense of like, there could be somebody in this doll and he could have evil intentions. 
you know, he could possess me at any point and I might not be me anymore. That was the fear that Chucky kind of let in you. Yeah, it was voodoo based and not a lot of people really, you know, go into the fact that it is voodoo based and like he needs his amulet and he needs other things, which is neither here nor is it there because it's in the, it's in the same sense of leprechaun eating his gold. But at least with Chucky, you had an Oscar winning actor. Not that Warwick Davis isn't a great actor. You had an Oscar winning actor in Brad Dourif. And he was in probably one of the most iconic movies of all time. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And he lent his voice, which had such great range and is still so recognizable that you could pick out his voice out of anything that he's doing and go, that's Chucky. Whereas I feel like with Warwick Davis, when you hear his voice, you don't say that's the leprechaun. You either say, A, that's Willow, B, that's somebody from Star Wars whose name is escaping me right now, or that's the professor from Harry Potter. The leprechaun is usually last on the list of Warwick Davis roles. Just saying. All right. B. Okay, you can see that the leprechaun is one of the least of Warwick Davis roles, and that might be true, but it's still a great movie. And he, Warwick Davis, yes, was in Willow. He was in Labyrinth. He was in Star Wars. He was in all these great things. And he brought that gravitas to this leprechaun character. And the fact that he's the, the makeup in it makes him almost a little unrecognizable just shows the oh, no, he's recognizable. It. it looks just like him. It does not look just like him. It it's looks just like him. Alright, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> and I, I you, believe you it's a rebuttal. There was no clean closing <laughs> arguments in this. <laughs> you mentioned those Chucky movies being scary. I don't. I mean, if you're a ch- a child, sure, because you had a doll in your room when you were afraid your dolls were alive. You're usually watching them. Most people do not find the Chucky movies scary. They find them as fun escapism, much like I don't think most people find the Leprechaun movies scary. They're not. They're horror movies because that's what you have to categorize them as, but they're not scary movies. No one's really scared of the Chucky movies. No one's really scared of the Leprechaun movies, unless, of course, you're talking about Garth from Wayne's World. Like, as we know, he's very terrified of the Leprechaun. But these movies are not scary. These movies are mindless fun. And I think if you're going into mindless fun, the Leprechaun movies dive right into that. I mean, he goes to space. He goes to the hood. He goes to all these crazy shit. And you can tell Warwick Davis is having a blast doing this. He's they're, they're just having fun. These are classic Halloween, turn your brain off movies. And that's why we're having this debate in October because it's Halloween. But the Leprechaun movies are also played on St. Patrick's Day. So I get two two seasons to enjoy my movies. Not just one where you'll get done uh, for the uh, Chucky Doll series. So, um, yeah, I think, I think if you put all these movies in a hat and just picked one out randomly, if you got a Leprechaun movie you're more likely to get a good one than if you pick the Chucky movie out of the hat, then you would get a good one. Because I think a lot of those, see, all a lot of Jennifer Tilly ones, I don't, I would two. never really watch again. Two, sir. Plus a TV show. Right. Yeah, those are the ones I wouldn't want to watch. But if you got, if you pulled a random leprechaun movie out. There's more bad than good. That's what I'm saying. There's more bad than good. <laughs> so, when you pull in, <laughs> so when you put them in, bad and pull one out. Okay. I wouldn't want to watch one of those. I'd rather watch a two food in the woods. Oh crap! <laughs> Am I gonna get a closing argument, Jimmy? 
<laughs> Seriously, man. There was never a rule that we couldn't we couldn't rebuff in the closing <laughs> no, argument. No, it was no, only no, the opening no. statement. <laughs> no, I, closing argument is called you can't rebuttal anymore. The, I'm pretty sure that's that's if you watch long. No, that, was never, that was never a rule. It was never a rule. That would have rebuttaled half of the stuff you would have said during the Ghost Adventure stuff. If I, if I closing arguments should not be have, have rebuttal. That's no. Like your, your final statement without inter- without We never made the rule. We never I, made that I, rule. I, I'm pretty sure that we decided that or we, we, we never we made that rule. I, I, I tend to disagree. Well, I'm judge, and you shouldn't be interrupting. <laughs> I would just. Uh, I, I disagree. If, if this was around the horn, you'd, be, you'd either been on mute or you would have lost a whole bunch of points by now. <laughs> I was just going to say, Travis, make sure you are the judge. Uh, mark those points down. I was uh, obeying the rules as agreed upon. And yes. I just want that thrown uh, out there. It's, it's two out of three agreed upon. <laughs> Uh, but yes, B. Any, 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 any uninterrupted, uninterrupted final no, so thoughts? The la- I think the last thing I was saying is that, as the you know, these are Halloween movies. That's why we're having this debate in October. But the Leprechaun movies are played uh, in a row, all in a row on Sci-Fi every St. Patrick's Day. So I get two seasons to enjoy my Leprechaun movies instead of just one. Or Halloween, the Leprechaun movies. Like I said, they're relatable. They have subtle, subtle political commentary. And overall, just more mindless fun, and that would be my final statement. All right, all right. Um, no more interruptions, Jim. Um, objection. <laughs> objection. Over- overruled. <laughs> uh, no. Relevance. Uh, <laughs> I'm holding all of you in contempt. Uh, <laughs> no, I gotta say, I gotta say, um, this was a lot closer of a battle than I thought it was. Uh, that I thought it was going to be. Um, yes, B, you did. You did have. Uh, you were the underdog. I, I would say coming into this, just because of the amount of film that Chucky does have. There, there's a lot more to go on, uh, which is necessarily not a good thing nor a bad thing. Uh, but there's pros and cons to actually having too much on your plate, as it were. Um, that you can really pick apart. Uh, pros and cons of, of, of both sides of the argument. Um, B, I think your opening statement was dynamite. Um, everything you said during your opening statement, uh, if I could give you a thousand points uh, for each thing, I would. Um, well, you can, you just saying. You are the judge. Uh, I mean, I could. I could. I, I really could. Uh, I gave you a thousand points for everything you said during during uh, your opening argument. I think it was very spot on. Um and it, it was it was just it was brilliant, um, Jim. Uh, I mean, you you countered very well, uh, especially when B said, you know, leaning into the weird and the strange and just the wacky and the absurd, and Chucky full on does that. Um, <laughs> clearly, by your argument uh, with Don um, Dalflex, the drop and load into cups for other and uh, red men trying to have sex with Jennifer Kelly. Well, trans dolls and you know you know they they stepped into the weird um it wasn't and you know th- these two characters are, are weird enough themselves right so you can take their seriousness with a grain of salt um both started off in a very sort of semi-serious manner obviously you have a serial killer that's a that's possessing a doll that's trying to possess uh, a child so he can be reborn to kill a whole bunch more people you have a fabled folklore character of the leprechaun that is rich or full of Irish tradition. Um, and just like B said, he, technically he's not in the wrong. His gold was stolen, his property was stolen, and he was just trying to get his shit back. Yes, did he take it to 
extreme, extremes, of course. But you know what? When people take your shit, sometimes you got to drop some hammers and or you know or whatever. Um, so you know, it just it there was there it was definitely a roller coaster ride. Um, it, you know, yeah. Once you, you started with the whole kid touching thing again, um, you're, you're well, you know, you know you're, you're starting to lose me a bit. I got I got I got to admit. Um, How else is he supposed to transfer the soul, Travis? <laughs> I mean, it was like you 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 started to dig your hole, and then you filled it back up again. But then you dug it again. So it was kind of one of those weird, you know, like I, I don't want to get back into the the, the Freddy child touching <laughs> debacle um, that you fell into last the last go around. I'm not talking about a pedophile. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So in that case, it's it sort of saved you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, not my much. B would be uh, you did a very good job of kept bringing that up, um, but not like over bringing it up. Like you, you did, you, you did your due diligence of uh, you know pointing out that he, you know um, the whole kid touching um, to 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 a certain extent. Um, so your your, your counterpoints there were were good. Um, you know, it, it's very hard, uh, especially like I said, like Lepre- uh, Leprechaun only has. X amount of movies to go on, um, and then the, obviously there is a few uh, a few movies just for the latest ones uh, that doesn't have Warwick Davis in it. Uh, would be you you adamantly denied that it was not in your lexicon. It was not part of the the Leprechaun uh, filmography, um, although it is. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it is what it is. Um, just like the Aubrey Plaza movie is still part of Jim's. Uh, you gotta own it. You gotta own it. You gotta you gotta own the good and the bad. And there's a lot. There is a lot of bad with Chucky. I mean, a whole lot of bad with Chucky. Um, and Jamie, I mean, all the points that you were making teetered on the bad. Oh, no. uh, but but, but bad. like, they were bad. They were they were they were they were there were there was a lot of bad going on. Um, as much as like Jennifer Telly, where her voice does get extremely freaking annoying. There's a reason why she only has so many lines on Family Guy. Um, she does what she does, and we all know it's not because of her voice. Um, so I mean, that's what. So it was like I said, it was it was a lot closer um, than I, I I initially anticipated. So I, I give you, I give, I give credit to B. He defended the Leprechaun pretty damn well. Now, Jim, where you also lost points was um, Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna argue that's fine. big time here. The pure hilarity of Leprechaun in the Hood. I can't stand it. Yeah. So what? One of my yeah. So the, the the complete absurdity of Leprechaun in the Hood is literally watching a bunch of black people interact with a leprechaun. Right there is just comedy gold. I don't care how bad the movie is, and I, I can't we, do it. We, we all know I love watching really bad movies. This one is just it's it's pure. I can't do it. Um, it's it's it just and battle scene. Apparently, there's a full leaf clover and some random roof on top of you know a project in Harlem. Dude finds it, thing slashes into Leprechaun, boom, dead. Like, come on, like, just there's no. Um, it's just completely absurd. Um, good on B, bringing up sticky fingers, a nice tea, love it. Um, but I mean, the, the red men thing almost shot you in the foot there, Jim. Um, yeah. I, I gotta say, that's fine. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it is, it is, it is what it is. Um, uh, at this point, um, Jim, where I, where I felt you lost um, a point or, you, or a misstep was the fact that if you're being chased by a leprechaun and if you have a dirty or broken shoe, you easily can just throw the shoe 
and the leprechaun by design has to stop and fix and cobble the shoe. The yes, shoe. And cobble the shoe. So you definitely lost a point there. It's very disappointing. You can easily just destroy B with that. Um, but like, no, the the the, 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 the point was, the, was the bigger problem. I'm just saying, like, how to get away from a leprechaun? Yeah, no, no, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Leprechaun. You're not wrong. Uh, so I think I think you 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 you, you missed you missed on uh, you missed on that one. Uh, so I was I was you know um, disappointed in that, uh, but you know it, it's 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 fine. It is what it is. It's over and done with at this point. Um, B, I'm kind of disappointed you didn't dig into more of the latest reincarnation of Chucky, the Aubrey Plaza movie. As bad as it was, uh, there was a lot to pick apart. Uh, yes, we do love Aubrey Plaza, uh, but that was just a bad. It was a bad. It was not fun. Bad remake. It was not fun. There was there was there was there was lots to pick apart. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Um, I watched it because of Aubrey Plaza, um, and I, I feel bad for her that she had a subject to herself into that terrible role she was a cheating um, mom i mean like that was just it was just like the worst yeah. like character for her yeah it's just it was bad so you make there was, there was a good missed opportunity there to to shit all over the the latest um incarnation of chucky uh See, so i didn't want to focus too much on that movie because i knew it was going to go right back into my the Leprechaun movies without Warwick Davis, and I wanted to get as far away from that as I could, so I didn't want to start yeah. on that movie because well, yeah, as, as soon as Jim brought up the fact that you were defending that that last last Leprechauns wasn't in your lexicon, you easily could have jumped in and be like, well, now he already you know he opened that door for me to shit on. Yeah, I still stand by my point that they don't count in the same vein. <laughs> Bella Lugosi is not. Bella Lugosi is not the same as Christopher Lee or Gary Oldman. It's yeah, it's the same character, but it's different franchises. Like that's generational gaps we're talking here. Be that's a different generational. Yeah, that's generational. The in the '90s. These are now. It's Warwick Davis is still alive. He could have done it. Bella Lugosi was probably already 60, 70 years old at that point, if not dead. Yeah, but so here's the thing. All right, so my final judgment. Final judgments. As close as it was, um, I guess, like I said over and over, it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, B, you did a, a valiant, a valiant job defending um, the Leprechaun and its its short filmography that it has. It has a lot to go on. Obviously, Leprechaun in space, fantastic. Yes, you did get points for obviously Tool Time and Homebrew and Debbie Dunning and abroad half the you know parts of the movie. So yes. You were correct in your assumption. Will you get points for that? You certainly definitely did. Um, uh, there, is, there is no denying that. Um, but what, what it ultimately come down to, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about the, length, the, length, the longevity of the franchise. Obviously, Chucky has a lot more to go on over the Leprechaun. Um, do I find that? I mean, both are completely absurd concepts of movies. Uh, both lean into the weird, the stupid, and, and the fun. But what ultimately won it for me was up until final arguments, even though Jim kept interrupting literally every second he could, it was that simple fact as a kid when I saw these movies and I had that dumbass doll and it scared the living shit out of me. That, I totally forgot about it until you brought it up right there and then. Up until then, you pretty much had a tie and I had to figure out a, a good way to the. To decide, like it would have been a hard one to actually deliberate on and, and figure out who the winner was. 
up until that point, until you mentioned the fact that I had one of those dolls as a kid, and it sat in my corner, and after watching Chucky, scared the ever-loving shit. I did not remember that up until now. Um, and so, with that being said, I'm going to have to give the win to Jimmy Bag of Donuts. Oh, yes. Not not just Neo. You know, it was, it was, a, it was, it was, it was a valiant effort. Valiant effort. SAB. I think um, B won. Personally, because yeah, you know, he, a lot he, of he won, but you, you 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 tugged on the heartstrings right at that last second. <laughs> oh, well, that's what that's what that's what that's what won it for you. Because even you, I, had you, I, had you, I had you down for a lot of it. Be countered a lot of what you were saying. Um, I thought in a good way. Um, no, he had me. He you had also, me right. you also, like I said, but you you also dug a lot of your own grave just because you had a lot more to go on. Um, which, like I said earlier, is not always a good thing. Um, you 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 honor it. You have to accept the fact, but you kind of dove heavy into the absurd. Oh, well, yeah. Yes, I know it was a valued argument that B used against uh, Freddy versus Jason, um, but in this case, it it almost it almost did, did you in did you in, um, but you did you did uh, you tugged on the heartstrings right at that last second, and you brought the fear back into me, as it were. Um, and I, I, on that very on that only that singular note, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I still have that doll, by the way. Yeah, and now it, it's it's still terrible. Um, would also would have maybe won you a point or lost your point, depending on how you would have phrased it. Was the fact that John Gruden also looked like Chucky? Um, so you could have been in the moments, depending on how you phrased it. Could have could have won in that one as well. Um, so another, another maybe missed opportunity. I don't know. But you still got the W. Um, so that's kind of null and void at this point. Um, so that's, that's, that's a missed opportunity for either of you. I don't know. Um, but you know, Jim, you, you got the victory. Um, well done. I must say, um, defending, defending Chucky. It was, it was, it was a fun battle. B, um, you, you gave a great valiant effort. I must say, a definitely an uphill battle. Um, but unfortunately the, the W goes to the Jimmy Banks. Wu-Tang. <laughs> Well, I will say uh, it pains me to say that the uh, the leprechaun was so close, yet so far away. The fact that it was even close, I'm going to take that as a moral victory. But a win would have been nice, but I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to complain about it. I'll handle those feelings like any true Irishman and bury them in whiskey and beer. So congratulations, Jimmy. Congratulations, Chucky. You've won the battle of the three-foot horror villain, I guess. So congratulations. Cheers.